0: This podcast is Intel Enhanced. To see pictures, articles and links of what's being discussed, download the Intel app.
1: Hello, welcome to the big Scuba show.
2: Hi, I'm Alison and this is Fletch. And we are from Blue O2 and today's podcast is going to be all about liverboard diving and why everybody should be liverboard diving, especially with Blue O2.
1: Hello everyone, it's that time again, it's that time of the week that you've all been looking forward to. It's the time to listen to the big scuba podcast. Welcome, episode 91 coming at you now.
0: 91.
1: <laughs> yes. So oh, deep breath after that. Right. Get all excited. I We've got know. more to Well come. this is quite an exciting episode. And <laughs> I've been waiting to tell people. I know you've been waiting to tell tell people. We can get it out there now. We can get that out there, you know, that uh, that last, you know. Jen, um, you're, you're a diver. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no, that's old news. That's old news. Oi. Yeah, right. <laughs> okay, uh, so yes, this is episode 91. We've got some exciting news. And uh, what we've got news, so we've been to Go Dive and Roadshow.
0: Yeah, that was only yesterday.
1: Okay, and we've got some Blue O2 Liverboard news. News, we yeah. have. Yeah. But let's dial back on that, let's not get too excited. Um, because it's all been happening, it's all yeah. way out in the news and that Egypt and other other countries Maldives, are all back yeah. on the uh, we can go book up you can book you can go a go holiday, holiday, yeah. holiday holiday holiday. Uh, so if you have downloaded this episode, this is episode ninety one. As we said, um, you are probably thinking, what on earth is there this? What have I just downloaded? <laughs> what have I turned on? <laughs> well, you, welcome to the madness that is the Big Scooper podcast, and we like to talk about. Diving.
0: Yes, and anything to do with the watery world of yeah, the oceans and the rivers. Yeah.
1: yeah, and um, you'll often find us either below the water or above the water.
0: Beside it, on the beach.
1: Yes, yep. I, and that that too. Yeah, going for a paddle. Yeah, what? <laughs> but anyway, but yeah, you'll often find us under the water and we'll be talking about diving and we get people on who also love diving and they'll come on and talk to us about whatever they're doing in the diving world.
0: Yep, and have a connection to the ocean.
1: They certainly do. Yeah. Other podcasts are available. Of course, you know, yeah. And uh, they are out there. But hey, we are one of the many scuba diving podcasts. We are. We
3: are.
0: <laughs> Going they're out, strong. They're out
1: available every week. Exactly. So, um, okay, that's us. I'm a, My name's Ian.
0: And my name's Gemma.
1: And you're new to the diver world, yeah.
0: I'm a bit of a baby diver. I've got 31 log dives, yeah, and I'm an open water paddy diver.
1: You are, yeah, that's brilliant. And uh, I be a dive master for my sins and uh, hoping to get back into that next year. All being well, now we're uh, sort of past all that lockdown business and stuff like that. Yeah, you've got a
0: few more log log dives than I have, haven't you?
1: Yeah, I'm up to about to 260 but we just wonder something yesterday we've done three and a half thousand which is amazing and her
0: it? husband had done more
1: yeah but we'll get to them because they're well-known well-known diving couple in the diving world so yesterday let's talk about what where we were yesterday what was going on yeah we had yesterday. a great day
0: yesterday we went to the go diving roadshow
1: yeah what well, say thank you very much to uh mark and ross and uh their team including penny, penny. um who and many others who helped put that show together.
0: Yeah, and it was actually based at the Endac, the National Diving Activity Centre, up in Chepstow. Yes,
1: and uh, right on the Welsh border. And uh, brilliant show, lots of uh, lots of familiar faces, past guests and hopefully some future guests.
0: Yeah, yeah, so familiar names, and we actually got to see them in the flesh.
1: Yeah, we certainly do. Um, and I should we just reel a few of them off
0: yeah yeah let's go for it you
1: know um let's say well we saw the fourth element crew didn't we yes uh they were there and um we saw uh dean and uh, ranva yep yep. yeah past guests
0: yes yeah we saw them didn't we
1: uh we also saw our good friends over uh oh three
0: yeah we saw lovely tom and had a chat to him and Yep. Caught up on CrossFit, a, fe- a right?
1: fellow CrossFit. <laughs> we did we compared ailments and bruises. And yeah, yeah, blisters. the aches and pains. Yeah, yeah, the usual. Welcome to CrossFit. That <laughs> we all love it. Yes, I was aching a bit yesterday because we've been doing a lot on squats this week. It's been yeah. a heavy week. Heavy leg week. There were a few uh, grumbles
0: getting up and up from chairs and things yesterday. I didn't think you grumbled that much. <laughs> oh, you did.
1: <laughs> but um, yeah, so was bit, that was good. And, uh, you know, we like to reinforce with um, our friends at O3 about how much we love their semi-dry suits.
0: Yes, we both decided. Yep, they are
3: fab.
1: And so if you haven't tried a semi-dry suit now, I've died, let's say, five years Never tried one. Or right, I've dived in a wetsuit,
3: mm-hmm. you know,
1: fine, yeah, no problem. And then uh Tom said one day, hey, why don't you try these semi dives And we we're like, Yeah, let's we'll let's try it. And uh well we didn't want to hand them back. <laughs> like, no, not on the back.
0: no, no, so they're a revelation they're, they're awesome. for UK diving in the summer. They Perfect. certainly
1: are. And uh, we we had a nice dive yesterday and um we dropped down, if you don't know the EndAc um short for National Dolphin Activity Centre. Um, have a look on their website. It's a map. Uh, we dived off the underneath the zip wire. Yes, some, more
0: what you call the shallow end. Yeah, we kept yeah.
1: the shallow end. You know, we kept. We wanted to keep within limits, didn't we? Yeah, you know, so we got and to uh,
0: sixteen meters. Was probably about tops,
1: wasn't it? Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was, yeah. Uh, we saw the land drove They got m- loads of different things in there. Yeah. If you haven't been to that dive site, have a look. There's some yeah. great stuff in there. And it's one of the deepest inland sites in the UK. Yeah. You know, there's one part is yeah, it's got some nice shallow bits for you know, uh, us what? who like the shallows. Open or uh,
0: advanced open water. Yeah, got, yeah, yeah. 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 Then you've got
1: yeah. a bit in the middle, it's a bit deeper where it's about twenty five metres and you can you've got the fuselage you can swim yeah. through. Yeah. And that's really great. I've done that, that's, that's brilliant. Um, lots of iron boards and things like that. And then you've got the far side of the uh, of the water, where you go over a small wall mm. and you drop down, and that will go down to like I uh, say, 80 meters. Yeah, that's so really technical the, based. The, it is, yeah, yeah for the um, for those technical divers. Um, so there's something there for everybody.
0: Yeah, and it was lovely to visit a site I'd not been to before. And yeah. It was, yeah see, it's great setup. Yeah,
1: it's uh, blue slate and uh, the water's clear. It's blue, bright, it's really yeah. nice yeah. and deep. You really need a torch.
0: No, no, I didn't use mine, did I? So no. no, no. The water temperature was good. So yeah,
1: about 17 degrees, mm. I think it was. Yeah. So still good, and we're down at 16 meters, and I could feel. It's really weird. I, I felt warm inside, but I could feel on the outside the, the, a little the, bit the of a coolness. Chill. Yeah. I could feel the coolness. It wasn't cold. The, was it just didn't a, feel cold no, at all? No, didn't feel. I, I was. I was absolutely fine. So uh, yeah, no, it's absolutely fine. Anyway, um, people who we saw, um, we saw Tash and George Scott.
0: Yes, yes, yeah, so they're f- f- long-time followers of the podcast.
1: Certainly are, and uh, we've got to say uh, well done to George because he's just now finished and completed his MOD Stage 3, I yeah, believe. 100, so 100 meter certificate.
0: Yeah, so he did that yesterday, so well done, George. So, wow,
1: you know, Uh I've got to say, <laughs> i got to say, yeah, that's awesome, yeah. so... Uh, 100 metres, you know, it's 100 metres the height of Big Ben.
0: Yeah, scary stuff.
1: That's a long way, that's a blooming long way, that, so, yeah. Um, who ha- else have we got? Hands off to him. We saw Ellen. Um,
0: yes, yeah, famous hoping, photographer.
1: Who's uh, who's also a speaker. hmm yeah. And um, yeah, we're sure. hoping to uh, maybe have Ellen on to the podcast at some point.
0: Yes, and it was lovely to meet her and have a little chat to her as well.
1: Yeah, certainly will. And um, we... Um, was, uh, so, colour, colour yet, so I hope I got yes. that right. Yes,
0: yeah. So she's yeah does amazing work um, with sort of harp seals, and that was one of the stories that she yeah. told us at this uh, speech.
1: Yeah. Okay. So that was that, and then we uh, had a good chat with our good friend Steve Whelan.
0: We did. Yes. Nice to sit down with him.
1: Yeah, and uh, put the walls at right as they do as we do, and then we spoke to uh, Mark and Penny Evans and um. Luke.
0: Saw the son Luke. He yeah. was yeah. He's really keen into his diving at the moment.
1: Yeah, and uh, Chris Jewell, and uh, hopefully another uh, future yes. podcaster with us.
0: Yep, and uh, he spoke about the Thai cave diving rescue mission. Didn't and he? he? Got a
1: film coming out as well. Mm-hmm. A Hollywood film. That's got to be really weird when you see yourself being portrayed by a Hollywood A-lister. Action men. <laughs> that? That's got to be really cool. So uh, talking about action men.
0: Yes, we saw Andy Torbett Mr. in the, the flesh. <laughs>
1: So uh, he was there, and um, he was speaking. No, he wasn't
0: talking about himself. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so, but he was there, and um, yeah. So uh, that that was good to see him. Um, apparently, he's going to be the next James Bond.
0: Yeah, I think he's.
1: Is. So is that? A, I think that's a scoop. I think he <laughs> told us, you know, yesterday about
0: <laughs> that. Yeah, it's on his list of he things. He doesn't tell
1: anyone actually. He keeps that quite quiet. Nobody knows about that. but he's, you know, he's Something to aspire a to. Yeah. yeah. So that's uh, that. Was that. Uh, anyway, we saw um, Grace scuba Grace. Yeah, lovely. Trying Grace out and her dad. Yep. And
0: her dad. And she did some side mount as well.
1: Yeah. Yep. So uh, so that went really well. And then we saw various other. We had a listen. People come up to us and went, "You're yeah, that big scuba <laughs> lot."
0: Yeah, it took, even as we walked in the door.
1: I was trying to run the opposite direction.
0: <laughs> no, that was no, our, like... one listener, like.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, our one so, listener.
0: They were so enthusiastic as I well. Know, <laughs> that was really great.
1: So that was, that yeah. was really good. Uh, we saw Scott Gillum from Raid, and I think he was doing some side mount, um trials, yes. and also Namotech guys yeah. as well. Yeah. So, so hello to everybody there.
0: Yeah, so it's great to see so many people um, within the day.
1: It is, yeah. So uh, it's the first, I believe, scuba diving uh, event. show mm-hmm. event mm-hmm. in the UK. I think. Yeah, and then they'll be
0: running the full shebang in March, the proper go diving show, which will be based in a um, inside location, and that's coming out towards well, it's mid March, well, isn't it? In March. Yeah. Yeah. So, but well, looking forward to it.
1: Just up the road, it's in a different location this time, yeah. so well, it's not in the Rikosh
0: yeah so but they needed a bigger so, location which yeah, is always good news
1: it is yeah that's brilliant so uh, but i think it's only gonna be a few miles up from there but um yeah so that's gonna be next year but it's a really good show so yeah really
0: enjoyed uh, well it well um,
1: done to uh mark and the crew and uh, ross for putting that together really
0: yeah and the national diving activity center because it was just a really nice location and we got to zip wire
1: yeah the zip wire was brilliant wasn't it? Yeah. that was really good and um I was going down at a rate of knots. Yes,
0: I think it's, it's something really to weird do with actually, physics. I think it was
1: hardly moving. And all of a sudden, <laughs> towards, to, as I got towards the bottom, the bloke who's the member of staff stuck his head up. Nearly dived and I off. He his head, head <laughs> off with my feet. I was going down so fast, I just saw him duck at the last second. <laughs>
0: and I was just mazing on down. And yeah. Put so, uh, you up later.
1: Yeah, he was doing your granny. Um, yeah,
0: my granny driving. Granny, yeah. yeah.
1: Anyway, so that was that. So that was a really good day and uh, got back really late.
0: Yes, but we filled good? our day, and that's that the main was, thing that yeah. we yeah, aim to do.
1: Yeah, that was brilliant. Right, okay, so.
0: Who are we talking to?
1: Right, on this episode, we are talking to Ying and Yang. I mean, <laughs> well, that, was to, that, yeah. that was Alison's words. We are talking to Alison Tyler and Fletch yep, from, from Blue02.
0: So, and they're going to tell us all about Blue 2.
1: Yeah. Um, so Blue O Two been around a good while now, you know, and uh, family business started it up, and uh, they'll I'll let Alison introduce that. But um, you know, they're well known and um, very respected liverboard company.
0: Yeah, you're and a customer.
1: Yeah, yeah, previous customer. I've been on the Blue Melody, and uh, in 2018, and I had an absolutely awesome time. And the good thing about the Liverboard is you do get a chance to do many firsts. You know, and that was for me, you know, and uh, if you're in the UK particularly, and all you're doing is inland or shore dives or maybe a few boat dives, you know, it gives you a chance to do other yeah. diving that you probably wouldn't normally do.
0: No, and you, know? you can, if you plan ahead, you can do some courses as well yeah. while on the boat.
1: So why have we got these guys coming on?
0: Well, we've got a. Yeah, we're going to charter a boat. We are.
1: We are. So, coming up next year in 2022, that's next year, isn't it? In October from the 14th to the 21st, book your tickets. The Big Scuba <laughs> podcast is going abroad. So, Egypt is now back on the uh, agenda. Yep. for everybody you can, you can now book up your holidays and liverboards and trips and things and uh, you can do that with us you can join the big scoop podcast on their first inaugural boat
0: on our vessel the adventure
1: what can possibly out. go wrong <laughs> Wait, don't I don't know so uh, anyway don't worry we're not in charge of the boat we're just organizing that we've got that done. But yes. Blue O two are the guys who are gonna be running a um, you know, professional proper thing. So how do we find out more? Where do we need to go to to okay. book up?
0: So you can email us at the Big Scuba, so it's the Big Scuba Podcast at gmail.com. So that's one way. Look at our social media, details are on there, or you can contact Blue O two directly and quote Big Scuba. Yeah. And then they will give you some more information. And yeah, hopefully take a deposit.
1: Yeah, now Alison and Fletch are going to talk about the Liverboard. That's what they're on for to uh, help uh, move this along. Mm-hmm. And they're going to t- t- be talking to, because some of us don't know what a Liverboard is. What is a Liverboard? Liverboard is, you know, you, you'll you actually live aboard a boat.
0: Well, before I started diving, it was a word I'd never heard of before.
1: No, and I remember my brother last year saying, quite early on into the big scuba history, saying, well, what's this liverboard business? What is that? Mm. You know, and it is. It's a, you You actually go on board, you kick your shoes off when you first get on the board and, you know, you. the whole thing is for a whole week and you uh, dive and you do four dives a day. So three
0: mm-hmm.
1: uh, daylight day, dives, one nighttime dive. And um, yeah, you get about 20 dives for that whole week.
0: If you want to do them.
1: If you want to do yeah. them. There's no yeah. pressure, you know. You can, you know, just come aboard and, you know, just do some of them. You mm-hmm. know, to, to, all depends. You know, it's your holiday. You 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 do it as you as you want.
0: Yeah, and as you'll find out, there are some partners of divers that still go on the liverboard that don't dive, but they have a very nice time.
1: Yeah, and there is people who don't dive in the UK. And they just prefer to dive on a liverboard mm. because of the water, you know, the the pretty fish and things, the like, and, the, and the ease of it, you yeah. know. So that's that. Let's give you the headlines of what what's going to be included. So this is the Northern Wrecks and Reefs. Um, it's a it's a um, it's an itinerary that is a, suits new divers. You've done who, it, haven't you? I've done it. Yeah. Uh, they're relatively. I don't like the word easy, but I can't think of another.
0: Straightforward.
1: Straightforward dives, you know, they're not particularly deep. Um, there is a check dive that would be right at, done at the start, mm-hmm. as a usually is with these things, um, to check on how people are with their buoyancy, you know, because there's you're going to be in re- reefs and th- beautiful reefs where there's mm. coral and stuff. And, you know, so, yeah, you, you want to have at least 50 dives, you know, um, and you can do... Advanced on board if you want to nitrox
0: course,
1: yeah. Nitrox, and uh, that's all that is available, you know. And uh, Blue O2 will talk you through mm. with the prices and also getting training if there's any training that you want to particularly want to do. It's an when, opportunity
0: yeah. that you can take for you think
1: about doing the... your nitrox actually.
0: Mm. On, well, on board, no, aren't yeah,
1: you? you know, and they'll go, they'll, they'll, they have instructors on board who will go through that with mm. you um you know so that's that you know there'd be one of the great reefs that you, is well known is shark reef and yolanda reef which is in the ras Mohammed nature reserve out mm. there and absolutely fat beautiful you know fish and it's just absolutely might. you know mind-blowing, mind-blowing. the colors <laughs> uh I, mean, I get excited just all about it you know, it's just like wow Uh, it takes me back to my first dive there it was was awesome
0: yeah I can imagine if you've only been used to UK diving and then that's something completely different yeah
1: and another one Giannis D. Wreck you know that's a wreck that is seen on many photos there's numerous photos online if you just google the Giannis D. Wreck it's an amazing iconic Mm wreck you'll get to dive it wow you know uh, Thistlegomb discovered by uh, Jack Cousteau you know, then it's forgotten about for about another ten or so years. Then discovered by some fishermen. It's an old mm. World War Two uh, uh, cargo ship that was full bombed of. bombed at the end of the uh, towards the end of the uh, Second World War, and it's absolutely full. The whole cargo ship is full of weapons, bikes. There's uh, land rafts. Old uh, no, they're old like jeeps type mm. things which. You know, the rubber on the tyres is still in good nick. Uh, you know, there's a locomotive, there's another one, another locomotive that was knocked off when that blew up. Um, yeah, there's so much stuff to see. Um, you've got the Dunraven, their Carnetic, um, you know, they're two more great big, uh, famous wrecks Mm -hmm. which are by these pinnacles out in the ocean and sea there that you can go and dive round, and they are absolutely amazing sounds fast. full of color full of life and you know you're in lovely warm waters sort of you know in october time it's going to be mid-20s mm. you know um uh, you know in some of them are not particularly deep you know mm. that we're you know within a sort of 20 meters if not less yeah you know, yeah that no, sounds good certainly within within reach you know mm. And um, well, they've been dived loads of times, you know. And Blue O2 are regulars there, the c- crew are regulars there, so you're in good hands. They
0: know it, yeah, like the back of their hand. So, yeah, Alison's going to us. If you've
1: never been on a liverboard and you want to start a liverboard and get some of these dives in the Red Sea because we can, <laughs> it's now available, this is one not to be missed. Yeah. No, it was good. It is. It, it's not to be missed. And i got a feeling we'll have some, you know, fun and games on the on the on board <laughs> while we're there. You know, there's nibbles, there's drinks. You're
0: well looked after. You're
1: well yeah. oiled and fed. And yeah. Yeah. It, yeah. It, it's great that, you know, the quality of the boats are brilliant.
0: Yeah. Even like Alison will tell us, but you hear Egyptian sheet on the bed?
1: Yes. <laughs> I was going to say that um but yes it is well ca- dolphin hotels another one great sort a well known location they called uh, why do they call it dolphin hotel because
0: you can see some dolphins yeah
1: yeah and uh well hopefully so, hopefully you know there's a very good chance there's a place where um there's a good chance you'll you'll see them yeah. in, in good numbers so all being well uh, um, obviously there's no guarantees with any of these things no
0: no but the the main thing is you've got the was one
1: dive i can't remember what it was and um that, that was towards the end of the itinerary and it was white sands everywhere and the deepest i think i got to was about four meters four mm-hmm. or five meters water was like being in a bath it was so warm right and the colors were just like amazing. And we were just like, it's one of the longest dives I've ever done, you know. Cause it's shallow. It's so shallow, you know, mm. You know, um, but there was just so much stuff to see and just swimming around. And you just like, there's just, yeah, it just goes on because it's mm. just so many th- every time you turn the corner, something else, you know, another, what's that? And eels and things mm. like that, you know.
0: Well, I think, yeah, anybody that's listening, they, they need to have a look at this holiday. Do they do need to have a look at yeah. this.
1: And uh, it's not to be missed. And uh, I, I, I can assure you, and you know, if you book up and come on board, you're going to have a great time. Yeah. You know, you're not going to be sitting there thinking, oh, you know, wish no. I was at home in the UK diving, you know. I love the UK diving, but I tell you what. You know, you're going to see some stuff on board which is just going to blow your yeah, socks off yeah
0: this takes it to another level it's a treat so it's a holiday so people have yeah just got to give it a go certainly and, have, Yeah. yeah and know, I think you know Alison and Fletch they're going to give us a bit more information and depth about the Blue O2 company
1: yeah we're going to be sharing about this um mm-hmm. until all the seats are gone we'll see, you know, all the seats the well, cabin you, know, you do get a all cabin, cabin yeah. <laughs> uh but yeah we're going to be sharing about this for, for hopefully uh not too much longer.
0: <laughs> exactly. you know, they're going to be going,
1: you know, so uh, don't hang around. Uh, get yourself uh, on board and uh, so don't miss out, really. Because, yep. you know, this is going to be the first of hopefully many. Exactly. And, um, you know, trying to get on board the big scuba Blue O2 Liverboard.
0: Yep. So send us an email or contact Blue O2 and quote the big scuba.
1: Yeah, and tell them you want to be part of the, the big scuba. Fun and games, because it's going to be fun.
0: Reserve your place.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I think as well, what I know we kind of talked about it. um, One of the things I'd like to try and do is maybe add a little bit of diver science, diver citizen uh, environmental. So maybe one of the dives we might, you know, hopefully um, motivate some people to, you're yeah. up do trash an ocean clean up like yeah. yeah so
0: and we could you know follow the code of conduct by the reef yeah, world I've got,
1: and I want to say absolutely no pressure at all you know if if people want to just come and have a dive fine Yeah, I'm, I'm happy with that you know but hey it would be nice if we actually pick some do some you know pick some trash up as well
0: yeah yeah, just do a little thing for the environment
1: yeah so uh, hopefully yeah we can add that in if we get some uh, interested people interesting oh, we're going to get interested people on board so uh, that'd be good anyway so that's that um so enough of us rambling on and getting excited about it
0: let's get alison and fletch
1: on let's do it okay chaps
0: (laughs) okay chaps they're waiting in the wings so welcome to the big scuba podcast today we're talking to blue02 so we've got alice and tyler on zoom and we've got fletch and you're, you're based in Poland, um, so there may be a slight um, sort of delay in or crackly on the line, but um, we'll get there. So really today is to hear all about what Blue O2 is about. Um, and so, Alison, do you want to kick off and tell us a little bit about Blue O2, what you are and what you do? Yeah, so... Um...
2: Thanks for having us on. Um, This has been a long time coming and we've been, I know we have been working with you chaps since um, you started out really last year. So it's great to finally be on the podcast with you chaps. So thanks for having us. Um, You've definitely got the yin and the yang today with myself and Fletch. We do very different roles in the company, but we do work very well together as well. Um, So Blue 0 2 is a a tour operator. Uh, We started off back in 2003, providing um, escorted trips mainly out to Egypt, Um, The two directors met back in, uh, before that, actually, they met at university in Plymouth. They loved anything to do with water sports. (laughs) So I think they were doing that far more than they were ever at lectures. Um, But diving was their real passion. So they started doing escorted trips, mainly for the military, actually, out to the Red Sea, Um, And things just grew and grew from there. They were so passionate about it that people noticed what they were doing. They were able to raise some funds to buy their own liverboard vessel. So they do liverboards rather than um, shore-based diving. That's how they started out. Um, But Blue O2 since then, since 2003, has just grown and grown and grown. Um, What has been uh, really encouraging is over the years, when they first started out, they were doing perhaps Um, just a couple of hundred customers each year Uh, and before COVID uh, we were up to almost 10,000 customers in a year Mm -hmm. so very well trusted by the diving community not just in the UK but around the world as well and then over that time we've started working with uh, more and more vessels as well and more and more destinations Mm -hmm. Um, so we work with four vessels over in Egypt and in uh, two in the Maldives and they're all um, branded up as Blue O2 as well. Blue O2 um, the tour operator that, that Fletch and I work for, we, they don't own the boats, but they do have a good relationship with the operators in um, Egypt and the Maldives. So um, Nathan and Jason the directors were able to really lay down what their expectations were of customer service. And that's where they did so well. So it, it didn't take them long. They started in 2003. By 2007, they, uh, the brand had won liverboard of the Year, which is just fantastic. Mm-hmm. And that's voted for by customers, actually. Um, and then since then Blue O2 has picked up over 40 industry awards so that's Blue O2 in a nutshell gone from tiny tiny little baby of a company with two people who are absolutely passionate about diving and still are um, to a company that serves global customers and had almost 10,000 of them many repeating and many industry awards.
1: Yeah wow and how long have you been working for Blue O2 what is it that you do?
2: Uh, good question. So I've been working uh, for Blue O2 in one capacity or another since 2017. Um, I uh, I would probably describe myself as general dog's body. <laughs> so I do anything from working with the directors like directly to talk about and implement any strategy that needs to happen within the company. I've also got a background in marketing. So I used to work in marketing and ad agencies up in London for a long time. So I look after the marketing and then anything to do with HR, culture, that sort of thing as well. So that's uh, my role, effectively. I did work with the company when they were starting out as well um, back in 2003, um, just to help them out on the marketing and the branding side of things back then as well. And just to help them with some of the the business strategy when they were starting out. So I have actually been involved with the company for for a long, long time in one way or another.
1: Cool. And do you dive?
2: I do. I absolutely love diving. And I started when I was very young. I was down in West Wales and put on the end, literally on the end of an old, probably an old fisherman's rope and sent out into the sea amongst the waves Um, with uh, a tank on my back and some fins that were probably very ill-fitting. I imagine my mask was full of water, but I just loved that whole experience. Um, And then since then, I've been very fortunate. I have been to some of our destinations. So I've done Egypt a number of times, which is just fabulous on a liverboard. I've done the Maldives as well, um, which is um, just completely different, but the same in some senses to Egypt as well. Some fantastic diving there. I've also been really fortunate to be to be out to the Galapagos. um, Mm. uh, Yeah. And that was just phenomenal diving. So, yeah, I I am a diver. I love diving. uh, And I've been really blessed, actually, with the places I've been able to go visit.
1: Have you got a a soft spot, would you say, for a particular um, Liverpool destination, would you say?
2: Oh, do you know, that's a great question, Ian, because actually the three I described there are um, all very different to each other um you know I actually really love Egypt I've got a massive soft spot for Egypt um and the reason being you can have pretty much any type of dive whether you love diving with sharks whether you love going into caves the wrecks are just phenomenal and abundant Mm -hmm. out there The, the reefs are superb, you can have fast flowing channel dives, you can just be floating serenely above, um, you know, some fantastic wrecks or, you know, a turtle or whatever, it's just got something for everyone actually out in the Red Sea. Mm -hmm. The weather is generally great. I know some people, you know, would, would still, Probably wear a thicker wetsuits throughout the year, or oh, sorry not throughout the year, but in the in the winter out in egypt you you don't really need to it's just a great place, and the people are so welcoming as well, so I do really love Egypt. I think Galapagos is definitely a bucket list destination, and once you've dived there, then you know. <laughs> i think that kind of is the pinnacle or it was for me anyway with the sort of things that i experienced out there yeah. uh, but i do have a massive soft spot for egypt the other thing for me living in the uk then it's not very far to travel or to get there it's pretty easy actually
0: so yeah egypt yeah. i think
3: cool. mm-hmm.
0: That's That's good. Brilliant. yeah and what about you fletch how have you got involved with blue o2
3: uh, I kind of say that I'm the, uh, the dog's body's dog's body. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, I was, <laughs> <laughs> uh, <true>. I, um, <laughs> oh, yeah. uh, no, I got started in the, uh, well, I, I learned to dive when I was 12 and it just went on from there really, you know, over the following years, you know, I did loads of diving in the UK and then I finally went out to Egypt when I was about 20. And the first time I put my head in the water, I was like, wow, you know, that's that. And from there, I just built up and I I just made my way into, you know, down the advanced from rescue onto dive master, you know, got the experience guiding, you know, working with other divers, working in the industry. And then I went on to instructor and then I kept working from there, you know, so really I've just been a part of the diving in the dive industry since, well, for as long as I can remember, you Mm -hmm. know, I don't really know about anything else. I can't. Have a conversation about anything else, you know. Without diving, <laughs> I wouldn't, you know, I wouldn't really be anywhere. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. No, I, I, I love the dive industry. You know, it's all I know. You know, and it's, it's my kind of people. Well, yeah. I love it. I love the excitement that people have. You know, and the passion that people have yeah. for it. It's great. Yeah. yeah. And what do you do at Blue IT? What's your role? Um. <clears throat> really, I look after the dive centres. You know, I, I would be the sort of main point of contact for a lot of the our dive centers, or most of our dive centres you know, going from being in dive centres, working in dive centres, you know, being on, involved on that sort of side of the industry, and then being now out of the dive centres, but on this side of the computer, you know, it still sort of feels like I'm, I've am i got one foot in each side of it, you know, it's, I'm sending everybody away, you know, I know how to sort of handle, you know, what your expectations are when you're a dive centre, you know, the way you want your trips running, what, you know, what you, you guys in the members of the group are expecting, mm-hmm. you know, to get out of the week, you know, it's, yeah, so I love I love both sides of it. You know, it's I just can't keep away, really.
0: Yeah, no, that's good. So, yeah, well, that sounds like we've got a lot of passion between the two of you for the yeah. yeah whole whole experience. So, a lot of our well, some of our audience are non divers, and there might be some very new divers as well. Yeah. And I know when I first started diving, somebody said liverboard, and I didn't have a Scooby about what it was. So, can you explain what a liverboard? is
3: and what the experience entails yeah um you know if you are if you are new to diving or if you haven't really been in an area where liverboards are so popular as they should be um then really you've, you need to use a little bit of imagination you know you need to think of you know a lovely hotel a nice big boat and a, and a cracking you know fully functioning dive center with instructors and all all the gear you know full set of equipments you know compressors the whole lot and push them all together, you know, and, and and just like the one that's behind you there, Ian, on your uh on your display, you know, yeah. lovely looking boat. Um, but yeah, so it's you know, it's it's, it's, a, it's a culmination of everything. Yeah, it is, yeah, just there. Um <clears throat> so yeah, now it's a fantastic experience, you know. Uh, not only have you got all your accommodation or your dive in, you know, everything is done from the same platform, you know, you can get more dives a day than you would if you were almost like a shore based um, holiday, you know, because you're, you're on the dive sites, you wake up, you are ready to go diving, you know, you haven't got to kit up, load the boat and go out and, you know, go through all the prep work, you know, you wake up, get kitted up, have a coffee and then you're in, you know, it's, it's a fantastic way, you know, to really either get a lot of experience as a new diver in a short space of time. Or to go and see you know if you if you're not really pushing to gain the experience you know to go and see some you know really iconic famous sites you know some yeah. of the most iconic sites in the world right? I need you.
1: yeah i have to um second that because when i i was on the blue melody in 2018 in the red sea on the uh, wrecks and reefs and um for me you know i'd only uh, dive. apart from a couple of dives um, all my dives have all been in the UK uh, mm-hmm. either in the quarry but a few <laughs> you know beach dives so it wasn't until I went out to the Red Sea and I that was my first drift dive went out on a rib for the first time did proper night dives yeah. you know so they had quite a few first so um as you as you said Fletch you know for for new divers Uh, the liverboard offers a great way of variety and i wouldn't say easy dives um but they are within the range and spec of somebody who is new to the world of diving and maybe only got let's say 50 75 and only ever dived in a in a um a dingy pond in the uk they've (laughs) You know it offers a lot there's so much to see i remember mean, the first time i saw fish you know in the red sea and the water just blew me up blew my mind i was like <laughs> wow look at this i mean in an aquarium you know you just want to shout and point at everybody you obviously can't but you know it's just absolutely amazing just brilliant and this is one of the things i've been saying to jeb you know about getting on the liverboard. Right. um it is just amazing you know so uh yeah
0: yeah, definitely. Well,
2: yeah.
3: Making
2: me want to go. We've actually got um as good timing you asked us this one, actually. Um not at all planned either, but we actually have a blog coming out this week, which is why dive a liverboard. Um oh, right. not even necessarily specifically with us, but just why a liverboard. And we've got five main reasons that people can read about. Um and I can just give you the titles actually, and maybe hopefully we could put the um the link in the the, the podcast maybe yeah um excellent value for money you're going to get three to four dives a day but as well as that then you've got all the accommodation soft drinks and all your snacks as well and you do go through a lot of snacks when you're on a liverboard because you, you it's not just that the physical activity but it's the adrenaline as well of getting into the water and then when you are back out so plenty of snacks soft drinks um You've got all your air refills as well. You don't have to worry about, um, you know, when that's going to happen or where you're going to get your next refill from. So that's the first one. You get more dives each day as well. So you can easily get three to four dives in a day, including maybe an early morning dive, a night dive. Um, Pristine dive sites. Very often what you'll find with shore based dives, if you're going out, there's so many people going out to the same place. Um, They find this even in Egypt sometimes, you know, that the coral has been trampled with the shore based diving. You might get hundreds of divers going there a day. All the big fish have gone further south. But actually, when you're on a liverboard, you can be going to the same places where the big fish have gone to. You can go further out, which you can't reach doing just a normal shore based daily dive. Um, So, yeah, the dive sites are more pristine and you can actually reach really interesting places as well. Um, I mean if you think about the other end of the extreme with that one, to go to um, what is now I think Darwin's Towers potentially, but Darwin's Arch and the Galapagos, that's a good 24 hours motoring up there. You can't do that, you can't do that in a day, it takes a day to get there and a day to get back, but you do spend some time there, and maybe do a couple of days worth of dives, so maybe um, seven, eight dives there. Um so that dive site's pristine, but you definitely couldn't get there if you were just going on a rib for, or from the shore. Um it's hassle-free as well. Uh, your diving gear is always organized. You know where everything is, you know, when you left it. Um, if you're looking for your snorkel and think, oh, I don't want to go out without my snorkel, what did I do with it? You know, is it in the boots of the car or is it buried in the sand? That never happens on a liverboard because you've got everything in organized cubby holes yeah. where where um you have all your things. Um the crew can't do enough for you as well, you know, so they will help you if you want them to, they will lift you out of the water, you know, to help you to get onto the boat. <laughs> I don't know how, you know, they must have backs made of steel themselves, but, um you know, they will help That's you amazing. take your fins off. <sighs> they will help you in and out of your wetsuits if you want that. But also, they you know, they're very discreet and they will stand back. So, um you know, just to give you one example, I was down um, back holiday not so long ago where there were some divers um, down in the southwest in beautiful Hope Cove, kitted up, smiling. Um, going down the steep steps to get to the beach, then going across the sand, which is quite a long way to the sea. Then they went in, did their dive, 45 minutes, whatever it might be. Came out, they probably had a great time, but actually the tide had gone out, so they've got to go all the way back up the beach. Yes, they've got less air in their cylinder, but actually they've got to go all the way back up the beach. The tide's gone out, so it's longer. They've got to get back up those steps, back to the car. Are they going to go and get another refill and then have another go at it or there or somewhere else later? It's none of that applies uh, mm-hmm. on a liverboard. You literally yes. can wake up on top of a dive site or you're never that far away from one. They can take you off in a rib. It's just it's the best way to do it. It really is. And it is the, the fifth reason is, is just inspirational. You know, our tagline is creating inspirational experiences and that's what we do and it's really easy to do that um as long as you know you've got the kind of um standards and service levels that we have um but it is really inspiring actually yeah,
3: yeah, yeah. But,
2: um, that blog coming out this week so we'll see if we
0: can get a link yeah. somewhere. that's brilliant yeah and it sounds almost it's like a hook you know once somebody's been on a liverboard then it kind of can't not go on anymore
1: it's just but this uh, is why a lot of divers um after a while kind of say you know what i'm just gonna do liveaboard diving because you know there is hard work when it comes you know i'm not taking anything away from diving in the uk um diving in the uk is great there's some really amazing dives however you know it doesn't come without effort and with liveaboard you know it's amazing you've got to like you know you get kitted up you've got an amazing team who can't do enough for you as alas said you know help you put your gear on they don't even ask sometimes because they know that you know who they've who needs a bit of help and things like that Yeah. and especially they know they know if somebody's new on the liverboard you know who's never done that before because some people don't do liverboards quite a lot during the year and, you know they, they are very very helpful and I'll give you one great example uh, when I'm when I was diving um, there was a guy come and help me um, with my kit getting out of the water just done about an hour's dive and uh, you know you feel a bit tired and what have you he's helped me get my uh, dry my, my wetsuit off things like that he's the captain of the boat yeah. <laughs> you know this guy. The, yeah. One minute, you know, he'll be serving you a hot chocolate and stuff like that, and uh, you know, the next minute, he's in charge, making sure you know, getting us to the next destination. That's how good the team is. Mm.
3: Yeah.
1: You know, everyone. You know, and it's brilliant. And none of the, the the staff are brilliant, and um you know, they can't do enough for you. So, so it makes so much difference when you when you do a liverboard like that.
0: Yeah. yeah. So with the liverboard, so it's obviously directed at divers can non-divers say accompany their partners friends husbands wives
3: yeah yeah to absolutely out
0: of the experience
3: yeah yeah you know it's like we have a, <clears throat> a regular a lady she's in her 70s now and rather than you know she doesn't go in the water not anymore you know hasn't done for a number of years but what she does is she accompanies her group of friends or her, her old dive buddies, her old club members onto the, you know, on all the trips, you know, she still loves the excitement. You know, she still wants to be around people who are enjoying themselves and having a good time and being in the water, you know, and all the sort of, you know, all the enjoyment that it brings, you know, and all of that kind of stuff. But she prefers to do it from a deck chair, you know, <laughs> <laughs> you know maybe read a book and have a cocktail or something and everybody gets out of the water. You know, you're still there, you know, you get into the environment as well. And if you are, you know, if you are sort of taken along, by your diving partner and you're not a diver we do see quite regularly that those who were, were originally non-divers when they came with us you know a couple of years later it's like oh yep and we'll need some kit as well or we want to do a bit more training we want to do a nitrox course you know we want to do a little bit more so we can see that oh who was a non-diving partner has now taken the plunge is a qualified diver and is coming diving yeah. with us and not just to stay on deck for, for the trip yeah that's yeah.
1: right and i've got to say as well that the the Um, dive guides are really good and um, they you know they take their time you know when it comes to a dive plan you know if people who are you know um, who are new you know they're very good with making sure that everybody understands what the dive plan is what's expected the the fire and safety drills you know Mm -hmm. when you get on the boat you know they're very good at going through that so everybody knows you know what's expected and what there is to do. You know you've very good communication video. You see right at the start, brilliant. You know all that is all took care of, and you know all those sort of worries and that are brilliant. Especially because some of the people who I dive with, you know, they really took the benefit of having a dive guide to show them around some of the wrecks and the reefs, and you know the first time they've ever had um, currents to deal with. You know. Mm-hmm. And that can be unsettling for new divers. Yeah. So it's really good to have an, a great team of dive guides to go around and show them these things.
3: Yeah, that's the best way to do it. You know, that's one yeah. of the real main advantages to having the guides on board and in the water with you. You know, it's fair enough. You know, you might be the world's most experienced diver with 25,000 log dives and, you know, a variety of different styles and disciplines. But if you've never been to a site before, you know, all you all you can really do is, either take a bearing and see what you can see you know you can have a look for yourself and explore it for yourself and maybe not take the most out of the site but if you've got yeah. somebody who knows that site you know and they know what's there and they know what to expect and they're guiding you around then it's a completely different experience you know yeah. you see the best of the sites because the, the you know the guides are here on a weekly basis you know they they put the time and the effort in to learn all the sites you know in the daytime and nighttime for some of them you know so yeah. and they know where everything is so if you're ever you know unsure about joining a Liverpool because you think well you know I don't know these sites or I don't know where I'm supposed to go or you know you don't need to worry because the guides are there and they will show you so whether you are you know whether you are you know a hypoxic CCR diver or something like that or you know you're you're an open water diver who's done 10 dives you know the guides are there to show you around you know to help you be comfortable it's lovely it's a great way of diving it is and another thing i was going to say
1: as well is that um you know there's during the course of a week there's like 20 let's say 20 dives you don't feel pressurized that you have to do every single dive you know some people are not particularly you know some people don't feel happy about doing night dives say Mm. and you know i know know on, on our week there was a few people who they did a couple and then they'd sit those ones out because they felt a bit tired or whatever. So there's no pressure to think, oh, you know, I must got to do this dive because it's a really nice atmosphere as well to sit there and chill out, have a drink, you know, have a few nibbles and things like that. Watch all the other divers in the water, which you can see because they're torches and, and things like that. So that's really, you know, really nice. And the food, as you said, food on board. <laughs> lovely, you know.
2: Yeah, I think, you know, I think most people, although you're doing a lot of activity, most people end up putting on weight when they come home, actually. I think that's probably <laughs> most people's story. If we ever did a poll on social media, I think that's probably what would <laughs> people would would say. They do end up putting on weight because the food is fantastic. You're absolutely right, Ian, yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. They, yeah. We, I was just going to say, on the last day, they did, like, a um, display. Yeah. And you think they only got a little galley and the yeah. stuff that they should <laughs> shoe what they could do is amazing. Great big sort of things with fruit and vegetables and stuff like that. It's amazing.
3: Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. So that sort of moves on to another question. What is included in the price? So the price you pay, what does that so Are all your meals included drinks?
3: Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, when when you arrive, um, you know, really we start, you know, if you've just booked your boat space with us, you know, and you're not taking, you know, flights and, you know, what have you. So when when you arrive into Egypt, for example, uh, you would need to get your entry visa. So you need to you can either prearrange that with us or you can arrange that on arrival. It's it's really quicker to arrange it for us though, so you don't have to queue when you arrive. And then you'll be over to the transfer, which is included. You know, in the transfer say you're going from Haggadah Airport over to Haggadah port, it's about 15 minutes. So then you'd be on the boat so you know get settled go through the safety briefings like you mentioned Ian get your kit set up you know get settled in you know take it easy because you know say in well first thing in the morning you're going to be going into the water you know that's when your check dive is um so when you arrive you know you've got all of your accommodation throughout the week there's no need to disembark the boat until disembarkation day when you may or may not be flying home so you'll be on on the boat every night there's no need to get extra accommodation for the time you know that you're diving on the boats with us uh, so during the course of the week you know you've got three meals a day teas coffees snacks you know all various fruits and you know lots and lots of lovely food you know lots of snacks lots of cakes you know keep keep the calorie consumption high you know keep you active keep, keep you going and then you know you might need a, a slightly larger wetsuit when you get home for the next trip but, you know- <laughs> i can't take responsibility for that <laughs> um you know so during the course of the week there's all of the, all of your dives are included so you, can, you know the guides are in the water there for you they've they've got you covered there you know all of your air fills you don't need to take your cylinder you know you don't need to take your weights so you know there's no real need to take the heavy metal collection through the airport because that's half of your back gone um and then oh let's just have a thing so all of your dives food full board accommodation your transfers and then for egypt as well just as um just so we whistling you off straight to the airport. On the disembarkation day for Egypt, we'll take you over to uh, the Marriott in Haggadah. So we'll give you a wristband that will give you access to, you know, to the pools, bars, changing rooms, uh, backdrop facilities. So you can really, it's really, it's a good excuse to uh, sit and have a cold refreshing drink of an early afternoon before you fly back home.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's good. And what about equipment? So if, do some people hire BCDs? Is that part of can you is that extra if you don't want to sort of
3: put all your weight into your luggage you know you can hire you know pretty much any piece of equipment that you want but we generally you know go off the fact that you know divers you know when you when you have your own kit you know it's a very personal thing you know the mm-hmm. vast majority of divers wherever i'm going you know i'm taking my kit you know uh, you know other divers who own their own kit generally want to take their own equipment with them you know, it's just the mindset that you've got you know it's it's my gear you know it's my So i've worked hard for this you know it's you want to take it you want to use it to experience it you know yeah. yeah it's it's all about diving how you prefer but if you know if you don't have a set of equipment or if you don't want to carry everything you can hire it all the same you know it's entirely yeah. down to what you prefer yeah
1: with um with your suitcase your suitcase is basically where the liverboard is just dive gear Maybe a pair of pants. Who knows? <laughs> like, that's, Maybe one. Like, <laughs> you might be able to fit a pair of pair of budgie smugglers in. We don't know, but that's kind of about where that where it is. Um, nitrox, uh, n- they, you know, you offer nitrox as a uh, as an alternative to, to just air. Uh, that's extra, yeah.
3: Yes, yeah. Nitrox yeah. is extra, yeah. Uh, cool. So that the cost would vary um, based on whether you're on a single cylinder or two cylinders. So if you want nitrox for back gas on a single or a twin set, so yeah. the prices is a little different. But, you know, if you wanted to go through that, you know, if, you, if you're nitrox qualified, we can support that for you. Uh, if you're not nitrox qualified, you can do it on board. You know, yeah. and included in there, you will get the unlimited nitrox package for the week. So, you know, you've, you've done the course. But on top of that, you know, you've got, you can use the nitrox for every single dive during the course of the week from when you're qualified. So it really gets you in the habit, you know, analyzing, you know, yeah. even setting an analyzer, calibrating your analyzers, you know, analyzing yeah. the contents of your cylinder, getting used to labelings and that kind of stuff, you know, the, the the calculations that you have to make with nitrox and max operating depths and that kind of stuff. That is quite straightforward as well, I've got to say. Yeah, Yeah. really. I could do it, so (laughs) 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 I imagine most can.
0: (laughs) Yeah, so you've raised another point there. You can do qualifications while you're on board.
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, if you're, if you've, say, if you join a trip as an open water diver and you want to do your advanced or, you know, you want to do a speciality night diving or if you want to do... uh, Deep dives, you know, in Egypt, you know, qualifying down to 40 metres out in Egypt is a nice experience. You know, you don't need a torch at that depth, it's still nice and warm. You don't even really need a compass 99 percent of the time at that depth. So, you know, if you're going down to that kind of depth in Egypt, it's it's the luxury side of diving, it really is. But you know, for your sort of continuing ed, you know, if you want to do even technical training, you know, we, we can support that. Yeah,
0: that's of,
3: great. It's, it's available if you want to do some further training. And it's all uh PADI or SSI courses, so you know, it's all yeah really good really good organizations really high core standards
0: yeah yeah so that's really good so somebody could it's not just a holiday maybe for some people it's something where they can go and achieve and come back with more than they went with
3: yeah and then you can go and base it base your next trip from there as well you know the last time I, I got qualified down to 65 meters mm. so this time I want to practice you know I want to do some more of that yeah yeah yeah, platform. The first
2: time I went on a trip, actually, I did some qualifications and I did my nitrox that week as well. And as Flex said, it's a really good way of doing it because you get into the habit of doing the, the theory behind it um, after each dive. And, and Ian, as you said, it's really easy to check as well with the gauges yeah. that we've got there. Um, but it really gets you um into the habits of the things that you need to consider as well with it but it is very straightforward that one but yeah mm-hmm. it's a great way to do it on liverboards actually because you're there in situ and you can once you've got the qualification you know some of them you could get early on in the week then you you know you, you're you practicing them yeah. in situ as well which is a really good way of doing it
0: yeah, yeah. and that will appeal to yeah some people if they don't want to as Ian says jump in a muddy pond yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah so that's good really and the
2: other thing is what you know with that sort of thing if if a particular qualification takes a certain number of dives then you don't have to do it over certain weekends or days when you know Mm. you're actually available you do it all in one go which is another bonus Mm. of it actually
1: but do you need to let the uh sort of raise your hand early about this so you've got the right instructors on board uh, you know to be able to do these courses
3: but the vast majority of courses as you know as long as we've got like at least a month's notice you know yeah. we just need to ensure that the guides that are penciled in for the trips you know they're they're able if you know if you want to go down a specific specialty route something yeah. like that you know we just need to make sure that we've got the right instructor on the boat for you at the time yeah that's what i was thinking yeah okay yeah. that's
2: good the customers do get quite attached to the guides actually <laughs> it's um great that you, you chaps mentioned the guides you know there's there's always a cruise director who's responsible for the all the the activities throughout a week or 10 days or however long that the um, trip is and then there are dive guides as well and they're sufficient for um quite small groups actually yeah. um, so uh, but some people you know very often we get requests so oh, can so-and-so come on, on our um trip next september you know can we so we do try and accommodate um requests like that when we can if certain customers have got quite attached to certain guides yeah. yeah, that's really yeah. nice. Yeah, and again, it's all part of the service as well, isn't it? Exactly. Yeah, that's all included within um, the Liveboard
1: price. But also, we allow, as guests, we allow to um, leave a tip at the end of the dive week um, and to budget for that. Um, I can't remember if it's written down in any of the paperwork, but I know before I flew out, uh, people told me about how that works,
3: mm-hmm.
1: um, and do you know what, you know, they're worth every dollar, every cent, every pound, you know, that you give. Um, yeah, it's brilliant.
0: Mm. Yeah, no, that's really good. So, so really, that's why people should choose a yeah. liverboard. <laughs>
3: yeah.
0: yeah, but in in your own words, why should they choose a Blue O2 liverboard?
3: Well, the best, <laughs> you know, not to blow my own trumpet there, but, but no, you know, we, you know, the reputation that we've got is solid. You know, we've been in in the industry for quite a number of years now. Mm. Not to um, make the, some of the directors sound a bit older than they are. Um, <laughs> sorry, boys. <laughs> um, but you know, we we've got a solid reputation for delivering. You know, the quality that you really want. You know, when you're going on a holiday. You want to know that you're going to get a good, you know, you know, you want to know that you're getting a comfy bed, good food, good guides, yeah. you know, a good captain, you know, someone who knows the water, someone who's not going yeah. to say, right, here's a dive site. And then, you know, it takes you 40 minutes to find it and then you turn around yeah. and you get out, you know, people who know what they're doing, you know, and the vast majority of us on this side of the screen as well, you know, we've also been in the dive trade for a long time. You know, collectively, yeah. we've probably got a few hundred years of experience between us. <laughs> Uh, maybe maybe of everybody across the office, Alison, don't look offended. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, you know, we, yeah, we are, you know, leaders in the industry. Yeah.
0: yeah,
2: yeah. Well, And I think, on, yeah, on that basis, um, that was a great summary, Fletch. Um, you know, I've been out in Egypt before now and seen um, all the four boats that we've got branded as Blue O2 that we use lined up um, and it happened to be on a Friday, which was a kind of turnaround day, and it was in the morning. And you've got people who are still on the on the boat uh, waiting to disembark, and they've just got big smiles on their faces. <laughs> they're really happy. Not only are they happy under the water, but they're happy above the water with Blue O2 as well. And that is why we've won so many awards. Now, you know, it, it's all very well us saying, oh, why Blue O2? But actually having won almost 40 industry awards over 18 years is quite something actually yeah. and within those the majority of them are for the, the best liverboard and the best tour operator as well so that's quite something and I think you know the the, the two um founding directors are passionate they're just as passionate about diving and the industry now as they they ever were um, and coming, that passion really does spill through to the rest of the company, actually. And they, as Fletch said, they were pioneers in the market as well, at really trying to change the standards, especially where they started out in the Red Sea. I remember one of the first uh, living boards I went on, you didn't want to stand still for too long, because it really was like some dreadful pub, because you would just stick to the carpet. You know, they were, and you'd be very careful what you ate, actually, that it, gone are those days. And that was very much down to the work that the directors did, um on the actual product itself and make you know thinking what is it that people want divers shouldn't have to suffer divers shouldn't be uncomfortable you know why not give people good food why not stick a you know have a jacuzzi a boat with a jacuzzi on the front why not have proper sprung mattresses and egyptian cotton especially when we're in that you know those sorts of countries um and then as we talked about you know customer service one of our um we've got three core pillars and one of them for the company is to exceed expectations through innovation and customer service. And, you know, we had, I read every um, trip report that comes back. We had trips out just last week, which was fantastic in the Red Sea, the two boats out and the reports that came back, you know, there was a group from the USA, There was a group from uh, Cyprus, they were just they couldn't say, you know, speak highly enough of the crew in particular, the food, the diving. And it was just really great to see, actually. So even though, you know, 18 years on, mm. uh, Blue 0 2 still hasn't lost it. We're still trying to create those inspirational experiences. As corny as it might sound, actually, that's what we've done for 18 years. And that's what we'll continue to do as best we can.
0: Yeah, yeah. no, that's great summary. So, yeah. And obviously, yeah, it has good grounding for the future as well, isn't it? It's to grow and grow.
1: Yeah,
0: yeah, that's yeah. no, been really good. So, thank you very much for summing up. No, thank like you. Blue Oak team. Yeah. <laughs> oh, we're looking forward to having you on board as well next year. Very yes. much so. Yeah. 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 Even more keen now. Yeah.
3: <laughs> good. Well, good. just a year and a month to go. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Not long now. Yeah. yeah. 14th of October 2022.
0: Yeah. So, really excited. Yeah.
3: Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. Well, you know, for, for the itinerary, you know, that you guys are going for for the Northern Rakes and Reefs it's it's fantastic you know great great yeah, yeah you know it's such a high density of you know world-class diving in such a small area you know it's it's amazing you know it's yeah what well, well i i used to dive there very very regularly on all those sites in the north end of the red sea you know and i would move back tomorrow <laughs> but i've got a wife and three kids now so i can't <laughs> uh,
1: Yo lander and uh shark reef dives are just amazing that's what blew me away there's just mm-hmm. the the colors yeah, yeah, you know, never see anything like it. It's amazing.
0: Yeah. So if people want to find out more about Blue O2, um, where are the best places? Is it website or social media? If, can you just give us your sort of tags where they can go and find you? Yeah, we, so if you go to um, blueo2.com,
2: the website, that is the best place to go. Um, and then within Facebook and Instagram, we've we've uh, got regular posts there, mm. actually. Um, so, yeah, I believe they're just hashtag blue02 um, for both of those. Great. Right. So, yeah, do go and have a look.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And that way people can like build up some visual experiences as well from yeah, the boat trips and underwater as well.
2: Yeah, absolutely. And if, if anybody did want to have a chat directly with either me or Fletch about um, any trips or any aspects of liverboards themselves, then by all means, we're very happy to
0: speak to people. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. Super. Yeah. Yep, thank you very much. That's really well, thanks great. for having us. It's been a pleasure. No, thank you. Yeah. Make a really nice podcast and obviously open up liverboards to a few more people hopefully.
3: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, let's hope so. You know, it's for for guys that are new to it, you know, for anybody who's never experienced it. But, mm. you know, yeah. if you if you're keen on diving, you know, if you love diving, then 99.9% chance you're going to do at least one liverboard after your first. <laughs> you know, you, you're going to be like you were saying before, you know it's hook line and sinker. You know when you've done one, you want more, and that's
1: yeah. it. Yeah, no, it is. I totally agree. And uh, if we hadn't already booked one for October uh, next year, I certainly would have been booking another one. So uh, <laughs> uh, it's just brilliant. Yeah, I, I love love it. Uh, you know, it's one of the things that we often say. You know, we go to places in the UK to practice diving. So you can go
3: and dive. at places like <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Oh, no yeah. right. well, the UK is a great place to train to go abroad. You know, yeah. it's, we've yeah. got low vis, cold water. You yeah, yeah. that's that's about all I can say for it, really. You <laughs> <It> can <laughs> only get <about> better. <laughs> <laughs> so I saw the
2: chaps getting into um, Hope Cove, and it was fantastic visibility that day. But they all, you know, they had to have their dry suits on, and. I just really felt for them when they were coming out of the water. They were so happy, smiling, going in. Yeah. And I just thought, oh, no, we poor things coming out. It's you know, it's cold because the water was very, very cold, even though it's great viz. Um, and then traipsing up to that car park and, uh, you know, trying then to go and get another uh, gas refill or air refill, depending on what they were, they were diving with. Yeah, it's just, li- li- I have to say, I haven't dived in the UK for many years. <laughs> Since I've been on a liverboard, it's like your point, Gemma, earlier on. You know, and you're talking about, you know, once you've been on a liverboard, would you ever want to go back? And for me, the answer is no. I did dive in my Orca a number of years ago, um, but you know, what, compared to what you can see off a liverboard, it was mm. it was lovely to do it in warmer waters in the Med. But actually, it doesn't compare to what you can see on one of our in one of our destinations.
0: Yeah, yeah. I suppose it's a bit like people that love cruising, isn't it? You wake up in a different destination every day, and that yeah. is. So much better than just being with isolated in one spot so yeah it's, yeah. yeah it's kind yeah. of on on a par but yeah now i'm sure they will be we'll get you the um the link for this blog as well we're working with a new
2: little agency actually mm-hmm. i'm super super keen um so we will get you the link for this blog if that's all right because it is literally about why a liverboard it's complete coincidence there's a little bit about blue o2 but it's mainly around why liverboard and then those five different pointers
0: yeah, yeah that'd be great that's a good introduction then as well all right, so well, thank you for
1: that. Yeah, no, it's thank right. you for your time. You. Yeah. No, you're welcome. Because they're at the end,
3: talking of which. Yeah, uh, thank you. That. All right. <laughs> that's great. Well, thank you very much.
1: You. All really right, lovely to see us. you. later. Okay. Right, bye Bye. Bye. All righty then. So we are back. I um, hope, you know, uh, that's wet your whistle to uh, <laughs> make contact with Blue ray 2 and uh, get your tickets yes hang around
0: definitely you can see what an amazing company they are and they really care about their guests and it's repeat business as well amazing customer service
1: yeah so um one of the other things that was mentioned as well we want to say thank you very much to allison and uh, fletch for coming on
0: yes yeah and i'm sure they'll be back and we'll chat a bit more
1: yeah so don't forget any questions about the big scuba liverboard with blue o2 need contact blue o2 give them a phone call uh, or go to their website and uh, in fact i'll probably go to the website first and then make what? contact via there
0: yeah and just quite big scuba and then obviously you can email us and then we can um, get your questions answered by blue o2 directly
1: yeah so uh, there we go okay um now that won't be the last of this this will be you know we'll be talking about this for some time uh, especially as we get nearer we'll be you know, yes we'll be doing some bits and pieces with it so uh and building up to it because it's you know it's quite exciting i am look forward to it now we were going to be coming out with the guys to uh, afloat from to afloat mm-hmm. but we changed things about a little bit because the news came out about egypt was now back on the thing me and we'd already had blue or two lined up yes so we kind of yes. chopped things about so if he was waiting for to afloat to come on they're coming on next on episode 92
0: 92 yep so they're based in French Polynesia they sail on an amazing catamaran and they do a lot of diving
1: yeah they do so uh, look out for that conversation which is coming out next week
0: yeah it'll be exciting
1: so. right okay so any questions remember speak Blue O2
0: yep or drop us an email and yes get your tickets booked I'm soon excited. they're going to go quickly they certainly are
1: <laughs> so anyway that was till next week the big Scoop podcast bye everyone thanks for listening
0: thanks for listening to the podcast we are not affiliated with any agency or organization and all opinions expressed in this episode are our own and those of our guests if you wish to make any comments about this episode then please do contact us via email or our social media platforms that are listed in the episode show notes Alternatively, you can send us a message or voice message via WhatsApp on the Big Scuba bat phone. And the number is plus four four seven eight one zero 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 five nine two four. We will always respond promptly. And thank you once again for downloading this episode.